Hey y'all and welcome to the hashtag truth challenge podcast where I talk about the whole truth and nothing but the truth in regards to young adulthood, mental health and relationships. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Play. Please rate this podcast. Okay, comment on this podcast, share this podcast and last but not least, subscribe to this podcast. Okay, (laughs) stay tuned. Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of the Hashtag Truth Challenge podcast. I am here today with my friends from college. It is Shandrea and Karis. I'm so excited to have them on y'all. This is something that I'm very excited about because I mean, it's like a reunion in here. Like we missing a couple people, but we all here, we all together. And we was having a great conversation before they start recording and I kind of wanted to finish it, but we can't, but we will at some point or another. So I'm going to have them introduce themselves really quickly. Karis, you're first. Hey, um, I'm Karis. Um, I went to the great Bethune-Cookman University, you know, Wildcats. Um, I am, um, I graduated with my major in psychology also. And, um, or my degree in psychology, excuse me. Um, and I am now a supervisor at a learning center, which is both a daycare and preschool. Um, and a, I am a mother of two, soon to be three, in about a, t- a couple weeks. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, that's a lot to unpack there, three children. Um, Shandrea, you're up next, honey. Hey, hey, I am Shandrea. I graduated also from the great Bethune-Cookman University um, with a major in psychology. I am currently employed with Progressive Insurance. I'm a claims adjuster, um, qualified sub. So we're over here, you know, totaling cars, whatnot, paying you out. <laughs> That's basic, totaling cars. <laughs> And I'm a qualified sub, so working towards supervision. Um, so hopefully I can stack my dollars. Um, I'm a mom of three right now. I have an oldest stepdaughter, um, and I have two boys, three and one. And then I'm currently pregnant with another little one. Woo-woo. So I'm 30 weeks. Woo-woo. Wow. <laughs> okay, so... Obviously, y'all heard these mamas got kids. You hear me? They got kids on kids on kids, and that's for them. Okay, so we're gonna go into just a few questions, and I really feel like we're not gonna get through all of them because I feel like there's so much to unpack in just like the first one, and you know, they may integrate or they may not. Um, so for the first question. I'm personally very curious to know how you as mothers manage self-care, time to yourself, or if you manage it at all, because honestly, from my perspective, as we just talked about, like I would be in shambles trying to be alone and trying to have quiet time and really just trying to get away from my kids. I know that sound bad, but I would really try to like get away from my kids, but it's like when they're your kids, they never go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go to grandma and grandpa's house. But, like, it sounds so bad now that I'm saying it out loud. Like, they always come back. 
Like, they never can just... I mean, they're not supposed to stay gone, but they... You... They come back, basically. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. So... <laughs> so, how do y'all manage just making sure that you're taking care of yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of the things. Chandraya. So I will tell you for a long time, I failed um, at managing it at all. Um, mm. I think even now I probably am a good 2%. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'm you know, actually being honest, I have and carry a lot of like mom guilt. Mm. Um, so I am not the parent who like tags in other people, um, especially when like my kids are not with me. Mm. Um, so I think that it's truly like, like I said, that 2% is really where I'm at. You know, Mm -hmm. I understand and I know that I have to be healthy for my kids. Right. Right. So that's important. And I make sure that hey, okay, well, I'm doing what I need to do to, you know, make sure I'm waking up in the morning, making sure mm-hmm. I have my brains right, things like that. Um, you know, but some people for non-mom Chandrea would have been like, oh, enjoying like brunch with friends right. and talking on the phone or having that like one-on-one time, mm-hmm. watching TV, watching shows, those things don't happen, you know, as often anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when I go to like put the kids down to bed at eight o'clock, 8.30, I'm falling asleep at 8.45, you know, <laughs> whereas like I could probably spend that time like watching a show or doing something right. for me. Like I'm not doing that because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like collect that time for right. <laughs> that rest that I may need for the next day. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I think that I am healthy enough. Um, and I, I guess that's kind of even bad to say, like, I'm healthy enough, but mm. I am healthy enough to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do. But all the extras really don't come in right now. And it a lot of it has to do with the fact that I have little guys like right. I have a three year old and a one year old. My daughter, she's not with me all the time, mm-hmm. um, but she is a lot older. Yeah. So she isn't as needy, but my little guys are. So it's like nonstop. Mm-hmm. Literally, my oldest, his eyes open at seven o'clock, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he looks outside and says, "It's morning." Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it is. And where, like, you know, again, non-mom Chandra probably would have rolled over and been like, "But I got like." 30 more minutes, 45 more minutes to chill, you know, especially going from working in the office to work from home. I don't Mm -hmm. have to start until eight o'clock. Right. So non-mom Chandrea would have been like, nah, we're good with that. We're about to get out this bed at 759. Yeah. Mom Chandrea has to get out the bed at seven o'clock and start her day as the mom. Mm. Um, And then kind of go from there, get off at five o'clock and start a hundred percent mom at that point until right. 8, 8.30, 8.45 if they took a nap during the day mm-hmm. it can go another way and right. we're up till 12 o'clock <laughs> so um, I would, like I said, my my mental my brain is healthy because this is the greatest job I've ever had you know, being a mom mm-hmm. is the greatest role I've ever had um, wow. so all that, all the extra things aren't really my priority mm-hmm. but if I'm honest with myself and say like, Hey, you know, I could be that much better if I was doing 
this, that, and the third, you know, I would right. feel that much better if I was giving myself a little bit of time, going to get a pedicure, doing something like mm, that. Yeah. I would be better. Right. But we're not there just yet. Yeah. Um, I get that because it's interesting, basically, how you compared yourself, like, pre-baby, now babies, like, in understanding. Simply priorities have changed, like, where I would have done a b and c to keep myself up or have that alone time or whatever it is it's just now like i can't do that but i love your perspective of it's not necessarily a bad thing that i can't do and like you say like this is the best job that i ever had and i think yeah. for me i'm definitely missing that perspective because <laughs> um all i see is what i would be missing and yeah, not yeah. necessarily what I have gained. So right. I think right. that's that's interesting. And I'm sure, obviously, like, you're not the only person that has that perspective. I only think like that because I don't have any children, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. I think that it's, it's crazy. I guess it's crazy for me because I can't see how <laughs> my mind would get to that point <laughs> of just like, oh, like, it's 8.45 and I'm going to get to sleep through the night just to wake up in the morning and do it again. <laughs> like that to me is like, it's the balance yeah. is off a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, okay. I love it. Karis, how are you managing self-care and just taking care of your mental uh. and all those things? <laughs> uh, self-care. Hmm. Well, I guess it's changed a lot. Um, uh, when I think about um, just before I had kids, I mean, I am very honest about the fact that, you know, I didn't know if God had for me to be a mother who gave birth to children. Um, <laughs> and um, it turns out he did. Come <laughs> um, to find out he did. Uh, so... Uh, but yeah, so I didn't know that I was going to be um, a mom in the way that I am, which I I am grateful for. Um, definitely now, before I used to, you know, when I had a dog and everything else, like I would mm -hmm. go, my self-care looked more like, you know, I go on random hikes <laughs> in random places mm -hmm. and random walks in different places and things. Mm -hmm. And um, I would... Yeah, just life looked very different. Um, and so I'm really grateful for the ways it looks different. Now, I would say more than anything else, self-care, it mostly is, it just depends on the day. Um, right. One day, it'll be, <laughs> okay, I barely made it to today, I'm gonna, and I'm going to watch TV for 30 minutes. Mm. Really, that is closer to 15 that I'm awake for. But, you know, 15 minutes of, oh, look at there. There's a nice classic show I used to watch a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> and so, uh, but, uh, and, or, and then sometimes it looks like getting up earlier because I'm, you know, pregnancy wise, like I just, you know, sometimes the baby's just like, hey, it's a party at 3 a.m. Right. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, we, uh, I get up and, you know, those are the times I've, what I've had to learn the more than anything else is to honestly squeeze it in where I can. 
<laughs> right. Because uh, sometimes it's at 3 a.m. when I really have no intention of being awake. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, okay, Lord, well, I guess it's a good time to get my word real quick. Um, and honestly, mm-hmm. I can only say that's been true in the past, like, month consistently. But okay. um, uh, before and before that, it was literally like, how do I just keep up? How do I just keep up? I just need to keep up. And so yeah. my self-care looked like for me then when I didn't really feel like I had time to do it, uh, was just doing things that I love um, and and things that I could do with my kids that I love. Right. And things that I could do at my job that I enjoyed. And, you know, it just, it kind of was like, how do I find my passion and gratifications? Or, because um, I, I, you know, I go to church and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And so um, how do I make the time that I'm spending with the Lord even more bountiful for me. And for me, mm-hmm. that was in serving more. I, It's what I love to do is to serve. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it just, it changed and morphed um, and is continuing to morph. Um, mm-hmm. I've been grateful lately just because I'm able to, um, I open at my job right now. Um, I'm the opening manager. And so I, um, you know, that means I get up really, really early, which is a guarantee just not often, but guarantee my kids are asleep still when I get up because um, they're ready to sleep longer. Um, and even, you know, while I'm at work, getting to go kiss my babies, that's part of my favorite, one of my favorite things of where I work, um, kissing my babies and, you know, knowing they're learning a lot, knowing they're learning about who Jesus is and how much he loves them um, and just reminding myself that I am not failing at motherhood. <laughs> um, even though I like a lot of the reason why I wasn't sure if it was for me was because I knew I was going to, I, I have a selfish tendency. Like I want to think about myself, um, but God changed that completely for me in a lot of ways. And um, just cause it, it's almost instantaneous. I still struggle sometimes to share my favorite foods, but for the most part, <laughs> I'm okay with sharing most foods. Oh my God. Um, and the fact that they feel entitled to anything in my hands, um, yeah. whether it's food or toys or my phone, or yeah. Yeah. Um, they just believe it is theirs and they should have it. Right. Um, but um, just finding the joy and even um, I, so this is going to sound very childish, but I totally play games obsessively on my phone. Um, no judgment (laughs) I totally and so it's it's like okay I I mean yeah that's the biggest thing I I think more than anything else is I just fit it in where I can Um, but um, and you know physically I haven't done anything since I started having kids since I knew I was going to have a kid I haven't done a thing so um Okay. Oh, there I, I haven't done it physically since I started having kids. And, um, my, um, and, like, even when it comes to my hair, I don't do my hair like I used to. I need to keep it done because otherwise it looks pretty rough. But, um, spiritually, I would say more than anything else. And just emotionally, that's where my care has started. Um, and then my goal is once this baby's gone out, we're going to start on the physical because that's going to get together. That's going to be fabulous again. Because I was the smallest size I've ever been. And I'm about to get back close to there. Probably not there, but close to there. Close to it. You can't have three babies every, a baby every year for three years and have the same size again. But I'm going to get close to it. 
<laughs> Listen, like y'all, I'm so intrigued right now. Like y'all don't understand because for me, when I think about, for one, me trying to do self-care right now is trash. Like I'm already like, it's like I do it, but then I'm like, okay, did I really relax myself doing that? Or did I just like make up more stuff to do and then like make myself anxious about being busy, being busy? Um, but it's almost encouraging to hear how you've just had a change of heart because I'm just finding it hard to see at this point for myself. But I think that y'all perspective is so amazing. Like the fact that of course like you said besides like sharing food which is just like i can't and thinking that everything is theirs like everything that i have is theirs like it's like technically it is because like you're a part of me but also you know what it's like it's like or any other relationship where you have to have boundaries like you have to have boundaries with your kids that's so crazy you have to have boundaries with kids. I just had a whole epiphany. Like you as a person, like you, both of you said, you both have to be okay and at a certain place mentally to be able to function. Maybe not at your highest level or your best, but just to simply like get through the day and do the things that you need to do. And in order to do that, Sometimes I have to tell you, no, you're, you're very cute. I love you very much. You're a part of me and all that jazz and all those beautiful things. But also like you got to back up sometimes and you can't have this because this is just for me. And this is literally the only thing that's keeping me sane right now. Even like you said, like finding the joys in doing stuff at, at work. Now, mind you, I like my job. It's not terrible, but it's also not my favorite place because, I mean, if you like being at work all day, cool. I'm not finna knock you, but it's just not me. And the fact that your mind has changed in such a way to say like, okay, let me find something here. Now that I'm like, I'm alone, but I'm not like alone, but I don't have the distraction of children. So let me do this thing and do this over here. Maybe it's I don't know, going to the printer and making copies and I don't know what y'all be doing. I'm just saying stuff. Just any any little joy that you can find is making me think of, it wasn't like a quote, but it was something that Stephanie Gretzinger was saying on some panel or whatever. And she was like, I want to find joy in the most unusual places. And that's what this is making me think about. Like literally forcing yourself to find joy in the most unusual places so i mean if it's in the bathroom because that's the only place you can be for five minutes alone you know what i'm saying <laughs> why it's so terrible in my mind again y'all have no idea but it's like Kara say like i can't i have selfish tendencies like you know we've all lived alone at some point or another or you know we've all had our freedom of just being able to like go to the movies or go for a walk or whatever it is and now not necessarily being able to do those things when you want to do those things um is it's an adjustment okay so we gonna kind of transition this and i feel like it it kind of ties in but more specifically like mental health and maybe like 
hormonally like what your body kind of goes through and how you manage just the hormones of pregnancy kids postpartum and all the things so being a psych major at cookman i was i think hyper vigilant <laughs> mm-hmm. to my mental right and i wanted yeah. to make sure like i was doing everything as an undergrad or as a graduate at that point um to keep myself a hundred percent yeah um of course met my husband we had my son and i had heard of postpartum mm-hmm. i had heard of depression but it wasn't something that i personally had ever really truly experienced mm-hmm. at all right okay and i was so and almost trying to be so intentional about not being postpartum mm. that i didn't realize how postpartum i was until <laughs> my son was two years old Wow! right and it blew my mind because i like there were times where i can like look back now and say like i was spiraling you know i was mm. a high functioning depressed I was a high-functioning postpartum, um, so it wasn't even some things that family members or, like, and I won't even say family members could see because they could see. Like, clearly, Chandra went from, like, being the baddest in the building (laughs) to barely, like, Mm -hmm. looking like anything at all, you know? (laughs) And for for the... For Chandraya, like, that was huge. You know, it was huge for me not to get dressed. It was huge for Mm -hmm. me not to almost put my best self forward. Right. Um, And I was kind of masking that with, but I got to make sure my baby is okay first, you know? Yeah. Um, So it was a lot. And I think that once I found out that I was postpartum, I was like, okay, we got to deal with it. We got to get it together. And Mm -hmm. then I found out I was pregnant again. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I just almost got better, right. but here I am pregnant again. And my pregnancies in the beginning are really hard because I have a lot of sickness. Yeah. Um, so I lose a lot, a lot, a lot of weight in mm-hmm. the beginning. It's really hard. Um, you get super fatigued, things like that. And yeah. with my first son, I was like, you know, didn't know what all it was. So it was fine. Mm-hmm. Lost the weight, carried on. But now I have an older daughter. Mm-hmm. a two-year-old and I'm pregnant again going through it and it was like what in the world yeah <laughs> um and still having to function still have to be a mom still having to be a wife but also still kind of coming out of depression and realizing how much my life and world had changed yeah um and trying to get back to some sort of normal for myself you know mm-hmm. whether it was enjoying that like one activity or doing that one activity yeah. um that made me happier listening to music or praying or like it was just anything and I was trying to like grasp at something to try to get me to some level of personal happiness um I think that I truly found it in terms of providing for my family Mm -hmm. um when I stopped I used to be a child protective investigator with the state of Florida Mm -hmm. um and that was also like compassion fatigue because here I am also being a mom yeah, <laughs> and then trying to parent and mom and teach people how to be a parent. Yeah. And sometimes having to take their kids <laughs> because they mm-hmm. weren't getting it. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if I'm doing it, if I'm being a hundred percent mom, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Why can't you? If I can go through my whole pregnancy and not do marijuana and not do, you know, hard drugs and not do yeah. these types of things to my kids, like, why can't you? You know, so then mm-hmm. I was kind of, whereas before I was super compassionate about the job, then I just became like angry because I'm mm-hmm. like, I can do it. So can you? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that even kind of like threw me more into mm-hmm. postpartum because I'm like, okay, well, Chandra, are you doing too much? Because clearly <laughs> there's people mm-hmm. out here that are just getting by, right. you know, are just doing like just enough. Um, I think that now I am pregnant with my third child. Um, and it's a lot better because I've let go of the idea that postpartum won't happen, right. that it's going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. just how I, how patient I am with myself, yeah. um, how much I rely on my spiritual well-being to push mm-hmm. my physical well-being through yeah. the transition that it has to go through. You know, mm-hmm. it's not an element that I won't experience postpartum because I will, you know, going through right. childbirth, growing a child, like mm-hmm. it's the most miraculous thing in the world. And yeah. it's literally superhuman. Like, <laughs> so you. number one, not everybody has the capacity to do it, you know, right. and those that are gifted the opportunity to like, it's not easy, you know? And, you know, again, like childbirth or giving birth at all is just crazy. And then having to try to balance and figure out how you are going to balance either being a mom of one or a mom of multiples and, you know, making sure everything and all the other elements are good. It's a lot, you know? So giving yourself that break to be like, okay, well, if I'm not okay today, if I don't do my hair today, if I actually don't take a bath today, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> because sometimes you just won't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I truly found like solace in God, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just what got me through everything. You know, once I let go of the idea that I did not want to be associated with postpartum depression at all, that wasn't mm-hmm. going to be me. I wasn't going to be that mom. Once I let go of that idea and like was like okay I am postpartum this yeah. is where I'm at right now in my life mm-hmm. it's okay right. and God how do I get through this you know what right. does it look like yeah wow um I think you said something a few t- like you said it without saying it but basically like it's okay to not be okay essentially yeah like oh. you're a mom but you're also like a human being at the end of the day like some days aren't gonna be well like I said some days i ain't gonna bathe and that's just what it is like i'm alive i made it through the day and i am satisfied on that alone and i think yeah. that how these concepts either change or just like transfer over is so interesting because it's like there, there's nothing new under the sun like essentially it's the same issue. It just looks different. Yeah. So I think that finding peace in that, like, okay, <laughs> today wasn't a good day and that's, that's okay. Like the world okay. isn't ending because I know, like, I know you from college and just knowing <laughs> like, okay, got to be on P's and Q's and I's dotted and T's crossed and all of those things. And like not saying it has to be perfect, but literally working so that it is perfect 
And then yeah. just having to kind of just let go and be like, yeah. well, this is yeah. what it is. Nothing is yeah. in order. Everything is in shambles. But and you, all is well. you're being nice about it. Like, truly, college Andrea, and even I think, like, she's college Andrea and even, like, work Andrea is a perfectionist. Mm. I am perfectionist. And <laughs> <laughs> it don't happen in parenting. It don't happen mm. as a mom. Like, perfectionism or perfection in general is not something that I feel as a mom is attainable. Mm. Um, now, I do know that I'm going to give it 100% every day. Right. But that look different every day. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do know that some days, it like, my plan may be my kids have every food group. Right. But some days... They're not going to eat their vegetables. They're going to have a popsicle for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going to have candy and it's fine. Right. And, you know, but the perfectionist Andrea from college, things like that would have been like, absolutely not. We're having, <laughs> uh, yeah. eggs, and we're having toast. And we're ha no, it mm -hmm. don't work like that. I'm pretty sure my kids had noodles this morning for breakfast because that's what he wanted. Right. And... <laughs> That may be like terrible for the perfectionist mom, but <laughs> she's not here. Right. We're over here feeding children. My children right. are eating. Right. <laughs> That's it. Now through the day, did he have grapes? Did he have, you know, fruit juice? Did he have water? You know, yes. Like I have a jolly green giant and a three-year-old and my one-year-old eats like everything in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so I make sure that I do meet those needs for them in just different ways and at different times and there's no expectation and I could care less if anybody else is judging me as mm -hmm. to how I'm doing what I'm doing because you try it right that's it for <laughs> real you you yeah. come over here and you do it period <laughs> I completely I I, yeah. I can't understand because I'm not a mother but I get it because it's it's like the same concept across a lot of things. It's just like how you live your life in general. Like people always have something to say, but it's like, mm -hmm. you come, you come be me. You yeah. come be me. And then you tell me what to do. Like <laughs> you do it, you, you do it. But like, you can't because like my life is my life. My experience is my experience. My perspective is my perspective and we're just different. So don't, yeah. Don't say nothing to me unless Period. you're unless you're me or unless I ask for your opinion. That part. That's it. That's the whole story. Karis, <laughs> how are you managing? Um look at I can't. Y'all, if y'all can see Karis' face <laughs> on this um on this Zoom, this baby look like she 82 trying to figure out how to turn the front camera around. <laughs> 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 literally so how are you managing things hormonally and mentally emotionally of the sort mm. honestly i feel like Shandrea hit a lot of things on the nose like postpartum has been or is a beast like mm. Oh my goodness. And it, and it like every time you think you won and you think you're out of it and then you're not, you're like, <laughs> what? I thought I was done with this. Right. Um, and, uh, to be honest for me, I hadn't anticipated cause I have, I struggled with, um, 
different things, which is why I was interested in psychology. I wanted to figure out how to help other people go through things that I've been through mm -hmm. um, better. Um, but um, so I knew I was susceptible to it, um, especially with everything. And um, just having my watching my sisters in law, sisters and yes, yeah, sisters in law um, go through it. Um, I saw how it changed th them in different ways. Um, mm -hmm. I knew that it was likely. I knew it, I knew it was going to hit me at some point. Um, I just didn't know how long it could last, man. <laughs> it totally threw me. Um, I literally, I, I would say, I would say that my postpartum lasted from my first child until almost a full year after I had my second child. Mm. Which was close to when my first child was about two and a half. Because um, wow. I and I didn't wasn't even fully aware that I was in it. Um, mm. Just was like, oh, I'm I'm still functioning through. Like I'm still, you know, at my job. I was still successful at work. Um, I was still doing a great job of my babies. Um, but when it came to me, mm. <laughs> it was just like, Harris, what's she there for? She just she she pumps out children and feeds them with her body, and then she goes to work to take care of them with her body and her life and and then you know we bring them back we make sure they learn a lot they know how much the kid they jesus loves them all that stuff they know all those things um so that's great okay. um but karis that's all she's there for that's all she needs to do <laughs> yeah so completely uh just even oh oh my goodness hey it affected so many different things that I didn't even realize. Like, I isolated myself a whole lot. Um, mm. I just, because I was just trying to function through. Mm. Um, I trusted different things. Like, I just, it was really, I praise God for his protection during that season, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, God, it could have been so much worse. Right. Um, but it, and I had, I, I didn't know how to get myself out of it. It's not, I mean, scientifically, you can't pull yourself up out of it. It's literally, mm -hmm. there's a huge catharsis of things and adjusting to the new being that you are as a mother. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, whoa. It's yeah. um, like nothing I've ever experienced before. Um, and uh, I, it, it, all of those things are really, really challenging for me. Are still really, really mm. challenging for me. I still get nervous about what it's going to look like um, after this baby. Um, especially, you know, my one of my biggest challenges. Although I'm, you know, I'm excited about all my kids, and I'm grateful to have them close together. So they're definitely going to be close to each other and stuff. But um, I was also one thing that definitely crossed my mind when I realized I was pregnant was that um was that my um i was like lord i just got out of postpartum i thought i would have like a you know i got i had literally maybe like two months before or if that um before when i realized i was just coming out of my postpartum mm -hmm. just fully stepping back into do i mean the way i could, i could see it the most is that i was able to manage my time better um it was just like all of a sudden i was like this felt like it took all day and you know it's 
it really only took me 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I like started cleaning my k- kitchen consistently. Mm. I started showering consistently, mm. um, washing my hair consistently, um, yeah. making sure my son's hair looked okay, uh, <laughs> making sure because we didn't cut his hair until he was three, but making sure my son's hair looks okay, and making sure my husband's hair looks okay, like yeah. you know, just getting our family to look right at the time, mm. um, and getting my daughter to where she needed to be, and to her to be cute, and her clothes matched finally. <laughs> my children did not match at all. They wore what they had on, right? And it was okay. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, "Yeah, those are two mixed match socks." Mm-hmm. Sorry, thanks for pointing it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just all of those things that went into it. Just it was so. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't realize how much I was just functioning to survive for yeah. so long, um, yeah. and. Uh, I had someone who loves me said to me like, "Cares, like you're doing it, but look in the mirror." <laughs> like, and I was just like, "Do I look? What's wrong? What's wrong? Do I look fine." <laughs> oh well, I mean, is that that's not normal? <laughs> like, um, and it was from a loving place that uh, was encouraging me just to realize that. You know, it's okay to be where I'm at, just to recognize it and to own it. Like Chandra was saying, like, just, it's Mm -hmm. okay to be here. I did have kids every year, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, yeah, and my body has not been my own for the past three years, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's okay to be here and it it makes sense to be here. You know, it's, it's honestly only logical. And the fact that I still live in a house that is still standing with some furniture <laughs> and, you know, the kids have not destroyed all the furniture yet and mm. they eat every day and everybody's healthy, you know, we're good. Right. You know, letting myself be where I'm at and finding, again, going back to that self-care question, like mm. just finding things, finding the joy in each and every moment. Um, and I'm grateful to have been alongside or had some women and had some nuggets of women in my heart um, that helped me remember this is what it looks like to find joy in the most ridiculous things, even if you can't see the, t- the screen, you know? So. <laughs> Bruh, y'all, y'all are some real ones. Do you hear me? Like, I, I thought I wouldn't be able to relate at all, but literally like the things that we're talking about is something that we all feel whether you have children or not and i think that for me again back to this concept of just trying to find joy in some type of sorts like anywhere and then understanding that everything is not gonna be perfect and it's okay to not be okay because literally i feel like we live it i feel like it's it's evolving and it's shifting but i feel like we live or grew up in a culture where like you had to be okay all the time and if you weren't okay it was wrong and you know something's wrong with you you're off whatever it is and so now trying to unlearn all of those things is really difficult because we shame ourselves a lot for not having it together and not being okay and not like oh their socks aren't matching or she like just 
minute things that low-key don't matter and you realize like okay we all woke up today you ate breakfast even if it was a popsicle we all you made it to daycare or to school i made it to work i got home everybody ate dinner and hey the kitchen's not clean the laundry's not done i haven't showered like haven't done my hair watch like i haven't done anything but that's okay and i feel like conversations like this are so important so that like we don't feel like we're alone and we can kind of normalize not being okay and that's so important because it just makes us feel together and happy and just like just related to i think one thing as human beings we all want to be understood to a point if not anything else we want someone to understand us to some degree form or fashion and i feel understood right now even though i don't have any children i feel like we just understand life how it works and how we need to maneuver within that um so next we can kind of jump into it or ease into it just a little bit just this is y'all can't see my hand but i'm doing like a slide because it's like i want to dive but sometimes it's not safe to dive it depends on how shallow the water is so i just <laughs> i would just do a slide just like a you can't see but i got my hand i might post a picture on this part but i, I don't know so um so how's y'all's sex life or sex mm. getting pregnant y'all what y'all what y'all on man what y'all be out here doing listen i feel like this this is so funny because both of us are now on, on child three so clearly listen clearly sex is not a problem <laughs> you know what you know what that just that just registered that just registered <laughs> that just registered like wow okay obviously because but i've heard like obviously you don't have to have a lot of sex to get pregnant like no not at all it, it just take one time which is scary in yes. itself like god yes. like, hey one one little one little bloop and then you know it just happens <laughs> God, I'm scared. Yeah. So, how are y'all? How are y'all managing or not managing your sex life? Is your sex drive the same? Is it not? Like, how is that part of self care? No. <laughs> yes. Like, what? What y'all on, man? I don't care. She go first. I'm about to say both of y'all quiet now. All of a sudden, <laughs> now that we on this one, I can't. Both of y'all was like. Uh, Go ahead, cares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, I will say, um, well, sex is not, I don't know, even know where to start, you know? It's, <laughs> oh my God. Sex is nice. I like that stuff. <laughs> I like that stuff. Sex is fun. <laughs> um, it's, um, Oh man, sex is, I knew, like, I remember this question the best, but I, I knew I was going to have the hardest time answering it. You ain't thinking about it. <laughs> um, I can't. It's, um, I, and I will say, I don't even know where to start, but sex is awesome. Um, and <laughs> when, uh, when you have awesome sex, it's, it's a great thing. Um, <laughs> so you have a lot of kids in a row. 
Um, so, um, wow. But uh, yeah, it's uh, sex when you're pregnant. You got to get creative. I'm not gonna lie. It's um, it, it, you got to get creative because things that weren't uncomfortable suddenly are uncomfortable. Like before you were like freaky. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Hold up. Right. That was a lot of fun before. I know. I know. I know. But. <laughs> Right now, it's not going to work. Because <laughs> you see, and you don't want to explain too much because then it gets awkward. Right. But you just kind of like, you just got to stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> right. So you got to get creative in positions and whatnot. Um, it's, but it's still fun. It's still lots and lots of fun. Um, and lots and lots of, I, I would be on baby number four if I wasn't already pregnant. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, wait, but it's, wait. I mean, it's a good time. Wait a day. Um, wait, 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 um okay uh it's i mean it I, but i also will say like sex i i'll say too i didn't believe this before but sex when you have like before the baby and mm-hmm. after the baby is different it's mm-hmm. so great uh but like okay. it's just a different kind of great like there's a different type of, of uh intimacy even of okay. like you know you you know y'all share y'all created something together you know what i mean someone together that's going to go out and change the world at some point um so but yeah just and then still you know the freaky side that i y'all know from many a wine and fire night that (laughs) i enjoy the freaky stuff as well yeah and so it's just uh but it, it changes things. It's a it's a different level of intimacy, um, and a different level of fun, um, yeah. and creativity, and the hormones change everything. So everything just kind of changes with that. And sometimes you got to go with even though you thought, and then next thing you know, it changed. So, um, yeah. but um, it's just yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's different. Um, it's great. You it's don't have what? to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I, you covered a lot in a little bit of time. You like sex. Sex is great. Before and after is different, but it's still wonderful. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just it. Um, I think... Uh, I'm not going to say that. Um, Chandrea... <laughs> We, look, we just going to keep it moving because my mind just went somewhere. I need to reel it back in. Um, how has your um, experience been with babies and trying to, yeah. you know, upkeep to some, do the do. Yeah, some type of sex life? <laughs> yeah, I will say that my when I had my first son when I was pregnant with my oldest, um, sex freaked me out. Like, I did not want to have sex. And I felt terrible. 
for my husband because like I honestly and truly I feel like I'm probably I feel like I would, I'm most beautiful when I am pregnant like mm. I feel like a different type of beauty a different type of sexiness when I'm pregnant mm. and so if I feel that way I know he could see that or I knew he could see that mm-hmm. so it's like here I am beautiful black goddess uh-huh. walking around carrying your son yes. and I'm truly telling you, no, we can't have sex. <laughs> and I did that for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably into my second trimester, I was like, no, cookie jar is closed, friend. Like, <laughs> we're married, Uh-oh. but you ain't getting none of this. Right. And what I was grateful for is he was really patient. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, like I said, I have an older stepdaughter, so he had a prior marriage and had experienced childbirth before Mm -hmm. um but he was really really patient with me and was just like okay you know basically whenever you're ready i'm ready clearly he was on right (laughs) and so i was like okay good like you know we're gonna do this at some point when i feel comfortable yeah um at some point i got comfortable and then Mm -hmm. it was like yes right. <laughs> and it was great and then I was trying to figure like I think that I was thinking clearly too much about it mm-hmm. putting too much thought into it like in my head I was like you're about to put what where and my child is in there like right no this right. is weird and <laughs> once we started to have sex then I was like okay it's not as weird as I was making it mm, and it's okay. not as strange as I was trying to like make it right be and but like Carrie said like if you think about it too much it gets weird because it's yeah. just weird yeah but the intimacy is so much different you know like I said especially because I just felt like I felt greater as a woman or just bigger as a I don't it's kind of hard to explain without mm-hmm. sounding like I don't even know if conceited is the word but I just feel I feel so much different as a pregnant woman. Mm -hmm. I feel more powerful. Like, it's just, yes, it's it's unexplainable. But it's, like, an amazing feeling. Um, I'll say when you have multiple kids, it's a little bit crazy because it's like, when do you have the time to have sex? Right. (laughs) Clearly, I'm on baby number three. So we made time. But Mm -hmm. it's like that made time was, like, a one-off probably you know right um and we still enjoy it clearly you know it was still an experience it was great um sex happens you know blase blase but it wasn't as pre-baby mm. and then when baby happened then it was like what ah, no right and then multiple start happening you're like we got to get it in where we fit it in friend like yeah that's it <laughs> um are, are the kids sleeping? They're, they're sleeping right now and you still have your clothes on? Why? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was definitely an experience for sure, like learning or relearning myself and my body, you know, mm. after that six week checkup and being like, all right, we can do this again. Right. You know, let's go ahead and get it in. Yeah. And then, you know, you have a situation where your kids are going to be about 16 months apart. So clearly at that six week mark, <laughs> you were doing it in again and you're pregnant again so that's where we are right now (laughs) that's crazy like how did you both of y'all got pregnant again 
pretty quickly after your first child like how did you feel when that happened like were you like bruh not again or was it like <laughs> well I would say like my my oldest son is three and mm -hmm. my youngest son is one mm -hmm. so like I there was like a space like a, a good little gap mm -hmm. but my youngest son being one and me being 30 weeks pregnant it's like mind-blowing because yeah. they are so much closer um so i even now there's like moments of hyperventilation <laughs> <laughs> because my one-year-old is still super baby you know mm -hmm. he still isn't fully walking yet is still super dependent my three-year-old is like basically tearing down the house, doing his own thing, can go and, <laughs> yeah. like, do whatever he wants, but my mm -hmm. one-year-old isn't, isn't there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's scary, but mm -hmm. I know that if I did it, like, if I was if I was super mom with my three-year-old and one-year-old, you know, and my 13-year-old, like, it's just going to work. It's just going to happen. What yeah. it's going to look like might be a little crazy, mm -hmm. <laughs> but either I'm going to have, like, one strap in my back and one strap in my front and then got yeah. one on my hand. You know, it's, but I'm excited because I truly didn't plan for them to be as close as they are, but I desired it, you right. know? Yeah. Me and my siblings are about four years apart. So I was like, that was too much. Like, we, me and my siblings are super close, but mm -hmm. I feel like that was, like, a huge gap. And so here my kids are. They're going to all be, like, super, super close, you know, have yeah. everything. Like, it's just, it's going to be great. I'm really excited to watch them grow up and to experience that. Was this what we planned? Nah. Right. <laughs> but we're rolling with it. Period. Especially now. Period. I mean, you you don't have a choice. It's like they y'all nope. here now. <laughs> we, we all here, here baby. Here. What's up? Yes. That's mm -hmm. it. Karis, how did you feel getting pregnant? Like literally immediately <laughs> after already having a a baby, and then it's another baby. Oh man. <laughs> Okay, truth talk. So, mm -hmm. um, my first, so after I had my first, having my second, um, honestly, I was really excited. Uh, yeah, I was really excited. Um, mm -hmm. Just because, um, one, I had um, a, like a supportive group of moms around me who were working women also. Mm -hmm. um, and also focus on finding a way to work and be with their kids as often as possible. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so I felt more ready. Um, now, I wasn't ready, ready, but um, I wasn't prepared for the fact that this is the way it was going to go. Right. But um, I felt overall excited after it set in that I was going to have another baby. Mm -hmm. um, very nervous um a little bit like lord well i just finished with one i guess it's time to do another one you know right. um but uh the potential not knowing if it's a boy or girl all those things like those parts were a lot of fun for me um i pregnancy has never been my friend it just mm -hmm. my body it just it, it feels like it honestly for me it feels like my body's deteriorating 
Mm-hmm. Now, I've learned from this last third pregnancy, finally, that, that I just need to eat more, <laughs> you know, things like that. So, because that really brought my energy back up. Uh, but I just hadn't figured out how to be pregnant yet. Um, and mm-hmm. so part of me just was like, okay, well, so what's this going to look like now? Right. Um, I figured out how to work. I figured out what would work well for me. I figured out how to continue enjoying my life as I was pregnant a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, yeah. But still... You know, we didn't do much. I uh, was pretty much like, "Who's what's going on? What's what's happening at church tonight?" Like, um, mm-hmm. I can go for a little while, you know. Yeah. Um, with baby number three, I'm gonna just be honest about the fact that I was kind of like, "God, I don't understand why I'm pregnant again." <laughs> um, <laughs> I was. Uh, I'm very. I love my kids. Yeah. So excited about this baby coming out, but I literally was like, "Lord, I really thought you'd give me a boy and then a girl, so I wouldn't have to have any more." Yeah. And um, you know, as I've gotten to know this baby, because you know, like it's really carrying a baby. Like, is that's one thing that I feel like God was like, "I want you to know what it's like to actually and to actually weave somebody inside of you, yeah, and and watch them grow, to watch their." body parts emerge their heart first their heartbeat and mm. then where their heartbeat yeah. um to, and i feel like that's been a lot of the theme with this one yeah. um i was in the doctor's office i promise y'all i was in there for birth control and i told them i was need to be put on birth control and they were like um too late um <laughs> so um and uh, and i um it was i ended up having to switch providers after a while but my original provider, the reason why I stuck with her and the reason why I'm going back to her after I have this baby is because um, she was there for me. She held my hand through it all. Mm-hmm. And I, when I tell you I was in denial that I was, like, my body was showing all the signs, like, miss cycle and everything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm not pregnant. Like, that can't be true. Like, no. Something's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. something's wrong with my body. Mm-hmm. And to prove it, I'm going to go get on birth control. It's all going to be fine. And all this other stuff. Like, um, but... It really was a humbling experience for me just um and i still like i struggle sometimes still because i it's easy to feel guilty for feeling those things right but the reality is is that those things were normal to feel too mm-hmm. like i uh and that's what my doctor helped me to understand is like i'm here with you yeah. i know you're you love your kids and i know you're gonna love this baby too but this is hard, you know, you, yeah. you, you weren't prepared to be pregnant again. You weren't ready to have to go through all the hormones all over again. Right. Um, and uh, just, uh, and I was grateful that my doctor even prayed with me and prayed over me each, every time that I went to go see her. Mm-hmm. Um, just because she would just encourage me as 2020 come, came with all of the shenanigans. And um, just, and I would just, take moments to just be like, yeah, this is how I'm dealing today. Right. Um, and so I would say more than anything else too, it took a team. It takes mm-hmm. a village from the day you find that baby's coming. Yeah. Um, she let me hear my baby's heartbeat the first um, at my first appointment when I verified that I was in fact pregnant. Um, <laughs> uh, let me listen to my baby's heartbeat. And uh, mm-hmm. and then from there I got, they would let me do ultrasounds and just different things that they don't typically do which I'm sure they were trying to help me make sure I was attached to my baby, which I am and was. Um, but uh, it just was a very 
Um, and I can't wait till this baby gets here. His name, even, I just, I'm excited about um, because it means so much. Um, with each of our kids, we've named them very specifically. And I've gotten to watch, even at just three, my son be his name and my daughter be her name. Mm. And um, the way that God gave me this um, child, I believe as a child, to complete the crew, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but as God given me this child, um, just the ways that um, he took my relationship with him to the next level of yeah. I leave you in the room. I'm leaving this child in your room right now. Mm. Um, and you allowed me to have a more spiritual um, awakening in a whole different way. Um, and even because um, uh, after we had our first, I told my husband that I was going to have a second because um, originally we had been planning on having kids, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, and then our first came. And then after that, I was like, you know, I want to see what it feels like when I know what I'm doing. Right. I still didn't know what I was doing at number two. Uh, number three, still don't know. But I know that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's just been a whole different experience. And so for me, I've actually been able to enjoy this pregnancy more than um, any other pregnancy just because uh, I realized I need to eat more. And it's okay to gain weight while you're pregnant. So, <laughs> um, and so my energy level's up and things like that. So just um, no matter how many books you read, um, no matter how much preparation you do, because I did preparation for each of them, mm -hmm. um, the experience is different for every child that you're that anyone will ever carry. Mm -hmm. And knowing that that is what makes you unique, that's what makes that child unique. Yeah. That's what makes the entire experience of becoming a mother um, unique. And you know, and it's I know you're already a mother. I'm I'm already a mom right now. Mm -hmm. But like becoming a mom again is out of this world for me right now it's just been yeah. um and seeing yeah i digress sorry i've been talking a lot but uh just it's 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 amazing like just seeing how your kids um getting to experience your kids developing inside of you feeling those mm -hmm. first kids yeah. Um, and enjoying those kids and mm -hmm. even in the middle of the night when they keep you up um, it's just, it's a it's amazing and it's a miracle and, um, it's something to be grateful for because you don't get this again, you right. know, like, the, the, and one way or another, even if, even if you keep trying to have baby, even if you have a baby every single year, Lord, please know, but even if you have a baby every single year for the rest of all possibility, eventually it's going to end because eventually you're going to run out of eggs. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> And so it is a finite experience, no matter how you paint it. And yeah. so, um, yeah, it's just been, um, it, it has been tough, mm -hmm. although I'm grateful to have them all, you know, close together, um, so that they'll be close in age and close to each other. Um, and I, I don't even know how many months each of them are apart. All I know is they're all close. <laughs> they're all real, real close. <laughs> Y'all are this but close together. Not this, this. Right, right. <laughs> oh my my son, I'm grateful my son is potty trained now, and my daughter seems, for some reason, I have no idea, while, um, has decided to start potty training herself. I'm not doing it because I'm like, I don't know if you're going to regress or not. But, um, right. you know, I'm grateful for those things happening because. Mm -hmm. 
Lord, I know it's not me. <laughs> I know it's straight up Jesus. And, and a tribe. A tribe helping to raise my kids. So. Mm. Wow. Listen, I am enjoying listening to you both because I feel like I'm learning so much. Like, I feel like when you guys start talking, like, even though you're not, obviously you're talking to me, but I feel like you're talking to me, like, inner me about, like, other things that, like, aren't children, but they're children. I don't know if I'm making sense. But it's like, something's happening, and I'm just enjoying, like, listening and hearing y'all's perspective and understanding how you've just, like, push through with everything regardless of how things have like twisted and turned and you've not expected some of the things to happen that have happened but like you're here and you're doing it and you're doing your best and you're just taking it day by day moment by moment and that's okay I feel like <laughs> I feel very at peace like with myself and with my life because I'm like if they're doing it with babies like come on now like you can do it too like you can you can do it oh i'm happy and don't take away from yourself either like you know clearly i think that women with children pe people with children like there's a tangible way to see like hey you're doing it you know mm -hmm. um but like you said like clearly there are other things that tamia has or that that individual you as a person those that are listening that you have that are your mates yeah you know and how do you grow that how do you grow that thing is mm -hmm. it you just let are you neglecting that thing um you know you better or preach. are you you know are you are you nature versus nurture are you yeah. fostering it are you growing it are you mm -hmm. teaching it are you potty training that thing yeah that you know if you don't start teaching it, if you don't expose it to the things that you want it to understand or you mm. want it to grow into, it won't. Yeah. It'll lay dormant. So, you know, for us, it looks like kids yeah. in, in, at, at this stage in our lives. Um, but for you, it may be your spiritual growth. It may be yeah. who you are as, you know, a, a boss person or a boss woman, yeah. you know, just in general, like mm -hmm. there are different avenues. But I think that... I needed to be a mom at this time in my life. I needed mm. to become a mother yeah. to show myself or rather for God truly to show me like you're more than that. You're mm -hmm. more than who you thought you you were. At the, you're more, you're greater than, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that at that moment in my life, I almost had forgot like I slightly forgot who I was and the guy was like okay girl I'm about to show you yeah. who you are and I'm about to do it in a way that you won't fail because I know that this thing is important to you on on greater levels yeah so it's it's a humbling experience it's I don't know it's not for everybody if yeah. if you don't want to be a mama <laughs> don't yes, become yes. a mama don't put yourself in the position to become a mama because it's a non-stop job but if you mm. do you know and if you're at that moment or at that bridge in your life where it, that's what you're ready for do it 
because it's incredible. You know, I would say that people truly need to be intentional about it or intentional about not becoming a parent because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's also a bag of worms within itself. But truly, it's hard to say, like, uh, at the end of the day, God has a plan for your life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was not not protecting myself from potentially becoming a mother, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I also was acceptive and receptive of the fact that I possibly could be. Right. So I, I wasn't super ready, but I was ready. You know, I was in a mm-hmm. place where I was graduating from college. I had a great job. I had a good life. I had a great spouse, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so I was set up a little bit different. You know, my story was a little bit different than some other people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have to make sure that we're paying attention to those things because after, once that heartbeat comes, <laughs> that world gets a bit no. crazy. It gets a bit insane in yeah. the most beautiful way, but it's so much better just to be in a good place when it does happen to enjoy all of those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, like Kara said, each one of my pregnancies have been truly incredible. And, you know, here I am, pregnancy number three, and if if it's God's will that I have to have another child, so be it. But if this is the last one, Jesus, I'm here for it. <laughs> so I am enjoying this pregnancy, I would say honestly the most, because I'm mm. like, yes, this yeah. is it. If God says so. <laughs> Wow. I, I'm happy. This has been very healing for me. Me. This conversation. Um, that was all I had. (laughs) I enjoyed you guys' perspectives and outlooks and just everything that you mentioned, your honesty, your transparency. Um, okay, so where where can we find you on social media if people want to follow you or take a look? I feel like I'm so behind in my name on Instagram and my name. <laughs> so it's Chandra Cox on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram name is so throwback. It's so like freshman year of college and I need to change it, but that's okay. okay. It's okay. It's La Bella Drea. Okay. So L A B E L L A D R E A. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not La not La Bella no more. Like La Bella was so for real fresh for year. Hey, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so after this podcast, maybe a revamp of your girl. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but um, and that's honestly what I'm active on because I'm old and I'm a mom. Right. <laughs> Facebook and on Instagram. That's it. Period. I do have a website that's Ooh. currently not as active, um, mm-hmm. polishmindset.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be found or a clickable link actually on my Instagram that kind of takes you to a few other pieces about me or a few other avenues mm-hmm. um, of who I am as well. So if you get on my Instagram, you can click on my blog and see that as well. Period. I'm here for it. And of course, I'll do all the tagging and let everybody know about all the wonderful things that can be found in the link in your bio. (laughs) Karis, where can we find you at, honey? 
Um, let's see. I'm also, I probably do need to redo mine. <laughs> um, but it's at Charismatic G, um, spelled with K-A-R-S. Well, you, you, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Charismatic G and uh, on Facebook I'm Karis Grace um uh, no. <laughs> oh, oh I have Snapchat I still have Snapchat, oh, Snapchat um, okay. Charismatic G mm-hmm. pretty much the same as my Instagram so there's really no point um <laughs> uh, yeah that's really where you can find me um, I blog, but I haven't blogged in quite some time, so <laughs> Instagram's the best option. Instagram's the best option. Yeah, Instagram is where it's at nowadays. Yeah, it's where it's all started at. And if it's not on Instagram, it probably, probably didn't really exist in the first place, so. Right. <laughs> Period. Well, I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this episode of the podcast i know that i'm going to enjoy listening back and editing this um i just want to thank everyone for listening thank you for subscribing you heard all of that in the intro that i am also going to edit in and stay tuned for more content peace